This email is from Jeff. Jeff is from Charlotte. He's 32 years old. He's newly married. <laughs> he is a security officer. He works in the security industry. He wants to know, Derek, how do I tell my wife she is a horrible cook without hurting her feelings? That's a very, very good question. I've actually been in that situation myself. <laughs> so I'm a little bit familiar with that type of thing. I don't even know if there's a nice, polite way to tell your wife that she's a horrible cook. Um, I come from South Carolina, so I come from a long line of women who could throw down in the kitchen. As they say, they put their foot in it. Uh, my grandmother, rest in peace, was an excellent cook. All the women in my family, my aunt Juanita was, she made the best um, lemon meringue pie, and chocolate cake, chocolate cookies. They should have sold this stuff. Back then, I'm not sure we had the internet or a marketing strategy, but the women that I grew up around were excellent cooks. My mom was a mediocre cook. She, you know, even on Thanksgiving, she would take us to this restaurant called Thunderbird because she didn't really like to do the, the turkey and the dressing and the cranberries and stuff. But so back to your question, sir, how do you tell your wife without hurting her feelings that she's a horrible cook? Here's what you do. You don't tell her that she's a horrible cook. That is the worst thing you could tell your new wife. Because no matter what you say, that's going to crush her. So what I can recommend you do is help her out a little bit. Get online, look at some recipes. Um, maybe have your mom or somebody in your family come over and help her. That's a good idea. Maybe have your mom come over and say, hey, you know, I'm just trying to help out. Do you want me to cook for you guys today? Maybe have your mom give her a few tips. Hey, babe, you know, my mom made a great uh, meatloaf. My mom made a great roast beef. Um, here's the recipe. She says she wants to come over and, and show it to you. You don't have to come out and tell her in words that she's a horrible cook. You know what I learned? Um, a lot of women in this generation, you know, 2022, they don't necessarily know how to cook like the women did back in the day. And I think the reason for that, and I think the reason is not a complex thing, is just a lot of women are working, they're raising families, they're career women. They don't necessarily have the time to be in the kitchen, you know, slaving over the stove, you know, cooking, you know. The women, when I grew up, my grandmother, they put a lot of pride and joy into their cooking. Like cooking was their life. Like if they offered you something to eat and you said, no, you declined. That was an insult to the, the to these women. They would be like, you know, what's wrong? You know, why don't, why don't you want to eat? The new age woman, you know, a lot of the women, you know, cause he's 32. So I'm assuming she's in her thirties. They would rather go out to eat. They would rather go to a restaurant. A lot of women, I would really be interested in knowing how many women today actually cook, let's say three or four times a week, a homemade meal 
say three or four times a week. I would be curious to know that. And I guarantee you, beyond a shadow of doubt, a lot of women in America don't cook three or four times a week, not homemade meals, maybe leftovers. Maybe they'll cook Monday and Tuesday and the rest of the week you'll have leftovers, but actually cook every day. I'm not sure a lot of women do that. So the dilemma that you face, sir, is not an uncommon one. I think there are a lot of women who could use a little a little bit of help in that department when it comes to cooking. I think it boils down to seasoning. Does she season her food? You know, does she does she use the the right seasoning? You know, you got Johnny seasoning salt. You got all types of different seasoning. I think the flavor in food comes with how properly it is seasoned. If it's not seasoned well, it's not going to taste very good. So um, to answer your question, how do you politely tell your wife that she is a horrible cook? There is no polite way to tell her that. What you can do is offer her some suggestions, pull up some recipes online, talk to family members, have them come over and help her, you know, or just say, you know, babe, you know, that meatloaf you made last night, it could probably use a little bit of work. She might laugh it off. I think a lot of women, you know, they don't necessarily take it personally when you tell them they're not a great cook. I think cooking is like a talent. It's either one of those things that you can do or you can't. I don't necessarily know if someone can be taught to be a great cook. Did somebody teach Martha Stewart to cook? Did somebody teach Paula Dean to cook? I don't think so. I think it was years of trial and error, trying different things, seasoning, you know, um, taste tests, seeing what works, what doesn't. I think it boils down to testing, like try different things, you know, maybe she's not great at making soul food, meatloaf and things like that. Maybe she'll be more, you know, inclined to try like, <laughs> you know, a Caesar salad or something that doesn't require a lot of preparation. Some women just aren't great cooks. And I just, I don't know if you can tell her she's not a great cook without offending her a little bit, but um, try those things that I suggested. Have some family members come over and help. Look up some stuff online, maybe some simple stuff that doesn't require someone to necessarily be Chef Ramsay in order for them to prepare. Start off with some small things, maybe a soup, maybe a salad. And then, you know, you work your way up to the more complex meals. But I feel your pain, brother, because um, I've been in that situation before, too, where I was involved with someone who wasn't necessarily the best cook. And, you know, every day, you know, she she's enthusiastic about cooking. She's asking you, well, honey, what do you want? What do you want me to make? You want hot dogs? You want fries? You want lasagna? And you're thinking to yourself, there's one that can't even make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich without, you know, screwing it up. But um, it comes with time. And, you know, it comes with trial and error. And the women I know that were great cooks, usually, and I'm not saying always, usually the women I knew that were fantastic cooks were great in the kitchen were older. They were women that were in their 50s and 60s, you know. And I I remember being a young boy and going to my grandmother's house every day after school. 
and every day she would cook something different. I mean, whether it be lima beans, rice, um, turkey necks, neck bones. You know, I grew up in the South. I grew up in South Carolina, so the women really, really were great cooks. I'm not sure that there's any area in the country where the women cook better than the women in South Carolina, North Carolina. Those women throw down. And I did a whole online and I think it was Instagram or Facebook and I said how many women have actually been complimented by a man you know maybe told that you were a great cook and very few women could say that you know they had like they they don't enjoy it I think when you're when you enjoy something you're good at it when you enjoy something like it's not a task it's not a chore you're actually good at it so I don't think his wife enjoys cooking. And young, a lot of younger women, they, they're used to going out to dinner. That's the age that we're in now. And I talk about, you know, this generation because it's a little bit different. Um, the role of, a, and I'm not going to say the role of, um, how do I put this politely? How do I put this in a good way? A lot of women don't feel like they should have to cook every day. The women in this society aren't necessarily homemakers. They are career women. They're career women. Um, I was involved with a young lady who really was not a good cook. And she was maybe, I would say, 45, 46. And she would try to cook different things like lasagna. She would always give me a small portion, not very big portions. But she just, she couldn't cook. It was not... She would ask my opinion about the meal after I ate. And she would be like, was it good? You know, how'd it taste? You know, be honest. I want your honest opinion. And I would be honest. I would be like, it tasted like it wasn't properly seasoned. Tasted like it wasn't properly seasoned. It tastes like you kind of threw it together, but it wasn't properly seasoned. And I, again, I think seasoning the food is where the flavor comes from. And... A lot of people, and I've heard this argument before, and please, again, you know, don't get upset. But I've heard that, you know, a lot of it has to do with ethnicity. A lot of the women that, let's say, for instance, African-American women have a reputation for being great cooks. And that's an argument that that has been ongoing for a long time. African-American women have been, you know, told or you know, they've been given that title as being great cooks. I can honestly say this. Most African-American women, my grandmother, the women in my family were great cooks. Most. I'm not saying all because that would be, you know, generalizing. That would be a generalization. All the African-American women in my family were pretty much great cooks. But again, they were older. Um... The African-American women that I dated, a big majority of those women were great cooks. And the guy that sent me the email, you know, he didn't say what, you know, what, what nationality his wife was. And that's none of my business. But I had a friend of mine, you know, here in Seattle and you know, he was married to a woman of another race. And 
it was funny because he would come to my house and he would be like, what you got to eat? And I'd be like, what do you mean? He'd be like, I'm starving. And I'd be like, what do you mean you're starving? You know, your wife doesn't cook. And he'd be like, man, it's a long story, man. She's still struggling in, in that department. She's not the best cook. Like, even her mom, like, like, how do you eat her cooking? Like, but those are kind of generalizations. I don't like to generalize. I really don't. I like to say that everything comes with trial and error and and seasoning. You know, that's where the flavor comes from. So my suggestion to this gentleman is don't tell her she's a bad cook because you're going to crush her. You're going to hurt her feelings if you tell her she's a horrible cook. Look online. The things that you like. Look up some based, some recipes online. If your mother or your auntie or somebody in your family is a great cook, have them come over and make something and kind of help her out. Like, babe, can you watch her do this? Or don't tell her she's a bad cook. Just tell her, you know, maybe you can lose it. You know, use a little bit of work in that department. They're, they're nice Wait, it's not what you say all the time. Sometimes it's how you say it. So if you come out and tell her she's a horrible cook, she's going to be crushed. But what you want to do is find ways to help her. Maybe she'll never be a good cook. I can honestly say this. There are women who just cannot cook. You know, and sounds like to me, he's not a great cook. So y'all in a household, newlyweds, eating top ramen every day. (laughs) That's sad. Because she can't cook, you can't cook. If your mom is in another city or state, you know, you guys got to go out and eat every day, which becomes very, very expensive. So the remedy there is to get online. Everything now is YouTube. You can learn how to do a bathroom remodel. You can learn how to fix your car. You can learn how to do everything via YouTube. You can have her sit and watch YouTube videos on how to make pasta, a pasta salad, how to make potato salad, how to make a good mac and cheese, how to make um, a good roast. She can get on YouTube and if she's she's a quick study, she's on, she might be a woman who picks up on things quick before you know it, man. She's like Paula Dean or Martha Stewart. Who knows? Have her look at some YouTube videos. Have her you know, read some books. Everything is available online now. She can get on the Royal Wide Web and start looking at, you know, how to season food. Maybe watch a couple of Paula Dean videos or Martha Stewart videos or, you know, because these women are great cooks. It has nothing to necessarily do with ethnicity. You know, I think it's more of what you have a passion for and what you enjoy doing. And I think if she enjoys cooking like she's enthusiastic about it eventually she will become better at it i just believe that i think the things that we are enthusiastic about doing we eventually become better at them um i don't really know what else to say i don't know how you would tell somebody they're a bad cook you know i don't know how i don't know a polite way of telling somebody that so um our prayers go out to this brother. Him and his wife are newlyweds. They just tied the knot. And his question was, how do I tell my wife that she is a horrible cook? And my response to him was, you don't tell your wife that she's a horrible cook. You throw hints. You call family members. You get everybody 
involved. The old saying goes, it takes a village to raise a kid. Well, it can take a village to teach your wife how to make, you know, some mac and cheese, uh, you know, with some flavor to it. Because there's nothing worse than eating some food that has absolutely no flavor at all. That's torture. And you can't eat out every day because it's going to become extremely expensive. So, uh, sir, I feel your pain. Thanks for uh, writing in. And um, I hope that that helps you out. I hope that things work out in that regard. I wish you guys the best of luck in your new marriage. Um, that's a minor problem. That's There are bigger issues than that. The fact that she's not necessarily the best cook, that can be worked out um, with a little bit of, of work and a little bit more effort. So I'm wishing you guys the best on your new marriage and I hope everything works out. You have been listening to Derek Talk, where we talk about any and everything on this show because we like to keep it interesting. We don't just talk about one topic. We talk about a variety of different things, things that people care about. I was very fascinated to learn where my football fans at. Um, I think there are two teams as a week four in the NFL. There are two teams that are unbeaten. And I think the Philadelphia Eagles are 3-0. And the Miami Dolphins are 3-0. I think those are the only teams. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think those are the only teams um, that are unbeaten uh, in the NFL. And I find that very interesting. I'm actually a Seattle Seahawks fan. And so, you know, us trading Russell Wilson, people are still talking about that. Um, a lot of people say, you know, he was overpaid and, you know, he's not really performing in Denver. And I think... I don't know if Russell Wilson necessarily wanted to be traded. I don't think he wanted to be traded. I think he was tired of getting sacked. And I think he was pretty much pleading to Pete into, you know, his offensive line. Like, I'm tired of being sacked. So, um, as I read, Denver was kind of an obvious choice for him. But, you know, we miss Russell Wilson. You know, he did some fantastic things for this city with Children's Hospital. He was very charitable. Um, great guy, great guy, not just a, a great athlete, but Russell Wilson, um, I've watched videos of him and his grandmother dancing and, you know, he talks about God a lot. He seems like the type of guy who is just a great guy. He has great character. He's an upstanding guy. So we wish him the best over there in Denver with everything that he endeavors to do. Um, and that's that, you know, we, you have been listening to another edition of Derek Talk. See you next time. Thank you.